Hey, welcome back to Confidence in Christ with Kayla. Today we are in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 11. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. That's just the first part of it. Um, I wanted to just kind of highlight this. I'm starting to kind of dive into the book of Nehemiah, and I think it's really cool. It is a first like account, first-hand account from Nehemiah himself about how he rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem. And in this first little section, verses 1 to, what is it, 11? It's basically just chapter 1. Um, it's telling us, or he's telling us, about how he had been talking to his brother, and who had just come from Judah, and he was kind of given Nehemiah just kind of an account of what had happened, because he was curious about what was going on in Jerusalem. And his brother's like, well, the wall fell, like, it's just, it's not good. And Nehemiah is heartbroken, and he's moved, and he prays. And I love that it kind of gives us a glimpse into how powerful prayer can be. And I broke his prayer down. It's from verses 5 through 11. And then verses 5, and then part of 6, he praises God. And then the next section from the rest of 6 through 7 he repents. He repents and asks forgiveness of the sins of not only him, but also the people in Israel who have done wrong in the sight of God. And then verses 8 and 9, he prays scripture back to God. He reminds God of his covenant that he had made with Moses. And then in verses 10 and 11, he asks. He simply asks God to help him because Nehemiah was a cupbearer. Okay, he ends verse 11 by saying, by the way, I'm a cupbearer to the king. And so this is not the guy you would expect to go back and build a wall in Jerusalem. But that's exactly what he's asking God to help him with here. Not only to rebuild the wall, but just to have the strength and the guts basically to go up to the king, his boss, and ask him for help. And I just think it's so cool that scripture kind of gives us this outline, not only here, but many other places on how to pray and just to ask God to be attentive and listen and hear the cries of his people. And um, I just, I love that God doesn't leave anything to question for us. He just kind of lays it out. He goes, hey, you want to know how to pray? This is how you pray. Jesus actually says, this is how you pray in Matthew. And he leads the disciples through how to pray to God. But Nehemiah here gives us another great example of how to do that. Now, there's no right or wrong way how to pray, but there is just kind of an eloquence to it that you can get after um, talking to the Lord. And I mean, I have just frank conversations with him all day, every day. But when I need something or I really want um to see God move in a certain area, I come to prayers like this and I kind of craft my prayers to praise him and then repent of anything that I might not have repented for. And then to pray scripture back to him, to read his words and his promises back to him. And then I ask him, hey, this is what I bring before you. If it pleases you, please, please grant it to me. And I just think it's a beautiful thing that we can have confidence in knowing that first off, we can just come before the Lord and um, bring our requests before him, but that we can praise him, repent, 
bring scripture back to him and then ask him. I just think it's such a beautiful thing. So today I pray that you have confidence um, in going before the Lord. It doesn't have to be some fancy schmancy prayer. It can just be you talking to God. But if you would rather have something like this, you can do that as well. He just wants to talk to you.